Listening to another edition of the Totally Corrupt Podcast. It's episode 109, and today is January 24th, 2022. We got a very special guest uh, in the house with us today. It's Dennis Hallman, a UFC legend. Uh, Going to get in his uh, opinions about uh, what's going on today. But first, let's get the captain in the room. So, with no further ado, let's get this party started. Here we go. This is Captain speaking. Captain. Yes, sir. How are we doing this evening? Uh, the flight is up, ready to go. So Biden keeps fucking up. Did you see any of uh, the press is turning on him? He's just uh, falling apart. Like, You know what? I really wish he would succeed because if he succeeds, the country succeeds. But every single thing Biden has done is basically cancel all the good things Trump did. Pretty much. Reverse everything. And now we see what's happened. Right. I mean, uh, Ukraine is uh, being threatened to be invaded by Russia. If Trump was in office, I think uh, we may have a different result. I think that uh, Trump probably would just flew flew over there and right walked right into Putin's offices and said, hey, what the fuck's going on? You know, Trump's the only president there wasn't a war. Right. Well, I mean, he, that was his main thing. He's like, no, let's just let's run our country like a business. We, let's r- run all these other countries like a business. And if, if they don't want to play right, cool, we'll sanction, we'll do this and that. We don't, you, you trust me, when he, he, when he looked at uh, Kim Jong un, mm-hmm. he goes, when he, when he was sitting in that office and he crossed his arms and he goes, if you do anything, we will rain fire and fury on you. He had a way of letting people know, I don't want to do it, but if you do that, I'm going to do this. And it's like, like back when Biden was vice president and Obama said, this is the line in the sand. They crossed the line. He goes, okay, here's another line in the sand. Like, like, Obama and Biden like to move goalposts like Fauci. Oh, totally. And, you know, I mean, Biden may not have us in a war yet, but, I mean, fuck, we're on the verge of it, it it's feels gonna, like. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. I, I hope not, you know, because, and like you said, I don't want to see Biden completely fail. I mean, you know, if he fails, America fails. Biden today just called uh, Peter Ducey a stupid son of a bitch. I know. I mean... Trump said a lot of nasty things to the media, but I don't think he called anybody directly a stupid son of a bitch to their face, right? Like, as they're asking him a question. Well, Peter Ducey was being asked out, like all the press were. And as he was walking out, Biden looked to the side, looked at somebody, and he goes, what a stupid son of a bitch. But he said it, on, he said it on a hot mic, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, and it's, and it's like, that's that's really what the battle comes to, in my opinion, in this nation, is that it's not a it's not a racial war. It's not anything. I, I don't I don't think I, I don't think race, but I do understand class, every income level. 
And when you get to the top income income level, they want to be treated a certain way. If there's any privilege out there, it's not white privilege. It's elite privilege. privilege. And the thing is, is that they're trying to crush the middle class. So what does that make? Less middle class, more poor. And now we're in servitude to a government that is saying, we'll provide for you now. Now we took everything away. And, and they're looking at, don't, don't fool yourself. They're thinking about taking away property rights. You own nothing. So that means you can never really retire. You've got to play by their rules. Well, I mean, look it's what's scary, happening. Man. It's, it's scary when you can't control your own future. Look what's happening in our own state. You know, like I went down, we, we exposed it first on our podcast. I'm not ever going to let that down because we, we, we brought out uh, that uh, WAC 246-100-040. Like they're going to send out strike forces, force quarantine people. It's already in our laws. Went down and protested with Joe Kent. Like, I met a lot of people that are like, hey, fuck this. Like, we need to get rid of that law. Like, why does that even exist? It's been there for a long, long time. And now, you know, the the game plan of this whatever playbook, you know, the whole globe is, like, following on COVID, it gives them the ability to uh, implement these crazy laws that were probably meant for, like, you know, the Black Plague or, you know, the AIDS or something. I don't know. Even AIDS is fucking ridiculous to me. Like, uh, Fauci was in charge of that, you know, the guy that was in charge of AIDS, still not a vaccine. He wanted, he's a vaccine guy. There's still not a vaccine for AIDS. Yeah. And, but, um, and you know, that, you know, the whole conspiracy theory behind that, right? Like, I mean, that AIDS is, was, uh, planted in Los Angeles by the government, by the Bush family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, like it's yeah, self-inflected. We did it to ourselves. You know, to, to, yeah, to basically I, I, get, you know, get rules like this invented so that we can put control on people. So, but this is the thing. Once you do that and you put laws on the books and then you, like they do with DAs right now, they are deciding that, oh, okay, a cop arrested you because you stole a car, but we're going to let you out of jail with no bail because, you know. So it's like we have all these laws on their books and they're ignoring them and they keep stacking more laws, more laws, more laws. Until the day where they have so many laws on the book, all of a sudden they turn, decide to turn on the light switch and say, okay, now what? We got all the laws on the books. All of you are criminals. All of you pre- parents that talk at school board meetings against critical race theory or, or, or uh, forced education about um, um, uh, your sexuality. I don't remember my teacher in grade school asking me about my sexuality. I just thought I was supposed to be a kid. But it's like they've got all these laws on the books, and then one day they can turn that switch, and boom, you are in a dictatorship country. Well, Because now they can enforce them. They were there. They didn't use them before, but now they're going to. And now you have no property rights. You know, Trump woke everybody the fuck up. Like, we're just becoming awake to these fucking problems that have been, you know, we've been hoodwinked for a while, you know, and people are standing up. Like all those people that went down to Tumwater with me, you know, there was 250 people out standing out in the rain, you know, on a Wednesday all day. And, uh, and they, and they all had jobs. So they had to take a day off and totally, yeah, this wasn't a bunch of kids. No, you guys weren't, you guys, you guys actually peacefully protest because you're like, I got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's a responsible protest. You see the other side, and it's like burning down buildings and stuff, and it's like, whoa. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's 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 all, all fucked up and it's happening here in our state. So totally corrupt. it's totally corrupt. And, and we have to stop it here, you know, and I've never been yep. super politically active like I am today. But God damn it. Like we need to do something about it. Because like, I mean, if you're not if Afghanistan didn't wake you up, if uh, COVID didn't wake you up, um, you know, if Biden doesn't wake you up, what will? You know what we mean? We need more fighters. We need more fighters. And I think we got a fighter today. We do. We do. We got a very special guest. Uh, mm-hmm. None other than Superman himself, Dennis Hallman, uh, UFC legend. Uh, he's always outspoken. So uh, I'm very curious to hear what he has to say on some of these issues. And, uh, you know, he's waiting in the wings right now. So let's give him a call and. Uh, uh, get this party started. One second here. Hello, Dennis. Can you hear me? Who's this? Th- this is Brett uh, calling with the Totally Corrupt podcast. I'm looking for Dennis Hallman. Oh, uh, he's at home. Oh, is this his dad? Yeah, this is his dad. Hey, he told me that uh, he was going to use your phone today at 7:30. That's why I'm why I'm calling you. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hang on, I'll go get him. Right on. Bye. I mean, I'll just leave the phone on. Okay, sounds great. The sirens sound like they're in Tacoma. <laughs> I hope we're not inter- interrupting like a family deal. No. His cell phone service um, doesn't work where he lives, so he said his parents lived right next door and that uh, he was going to use their phone. <laughs> so I, he gave me, oh, he I gave me his, his, his dad's number. <laughs> That's cool. It sounds like he's as close to his dad as I am. That's, yeah, he's definitely a family guy, sounds like. Well, that's perfect. I'm just excited, you know, he's he's going to be able to jump on here and, you know, lay out some of his opinions. Because, I mean, it's it's crazy that, you know, like even the UFC now, um, you know, is getting a lot of uh, attention, you know, considering COVID and things like that. Dana White, you know, shedding light on the monoclonal antibodies and things like that. Yeah, that's a weird thing. It's like you could get them back when nobody knew about them. Now people know about them. It's like you can't get them anywhere. It's like Maybe they don't they... want you to do what Joe Rogan and Dana White did to get over it, you know, be to very, get healthy. It would be very interesting to see what Dennis has to say about that because, like, I know that he's, I mean, he's probably tried, he's a wrestler. He's tried every diet in the world, you know what I mean? So, like, I mean, he knows how your body works. <laughs> he had 70, what, 76, 77 fights? I got 76. 41 by submission. That's fucking amazing. He, he won 41 of his matches by submission. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, you know me. I mean, that, that's my game, too. I, I think that's, I mean, to me, he's fucking legend. And beat Matt Hughes twice. God, he was in and out within about, what, 20 seconds, 30 seconds? Locking that arm and... Literally both, you know, fight, literally both fights are like combined totals, like under a minute. Quick assassin. Oh shit! But yeah, no, but yeah, I'm excited to you know have him on because, like, I mean, I personally, um, you know, I, I I would like to emulate his style, and um, I'd like to even have a couple MMA fights at, at some point. And I'm getting old, but you know, so I got to get him in quick. But, you know, I, I think he would be the guy to learn from. I mean, 
I went to high school with Rick Story, and uh, you know when Rick was fighting guys like Martin Campman and Tiago Alves and stuff like that, like he had uh, yeah. De- Dennis was training with Rick, like teaching him the mm-hmm. grappling. You know what I'm saying? Like Rick was a yeah. Rick was a powerhouse, like you know, kind of a brute of a guy. And uh, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> Dennis just texted me. He goes, "I'll be on the phone shortly." Oh, that's cool. So, uh, continue. Um, yeah, so, that, I mean, that's where I first met um, Dennis was uh, through Rick. And, um, you know, if he was the best guy in the area. And, uh, you know, I mean, clearly has the record to back it now, up. Now, now, you, now you said he owns a gym down there, right? I don't know. I don't know his status right now uh, with the gym ownership. We'll have to ask him. Um, but I do know that uh, I've seen he is trying to get something going. I don't know if it's an, a gym he already has or something new he's starting. But he was offering like free training all of December, uh, last December. So I don't know. We'll, we'll check in and ask him about that because um, you know if that. Well, yeah, because if he, if, I, I mean, either way, he's got to work out, and I wonder how he's been dealing with all this COVID mask and stuff. I mean, right, working out. Gra- I mean, I mean, you you got kicked out of your gym because you want to get the Fauci out to you, right? And you know, the, the fucked up part is, is like, you know, um, my gym at one point was still, you know, operating as like almost like a jujitsu speakeasy, and um, you know, it was. Uh, I thought I thought my coach was going to be cooler about it, but he decided to implement the uh, COVID mandate uh, laws or requirements way before they even became a requirement, which is fucked up. The scare tactic. Yeah, and the, scare the, tactic. the biggest reason is like the community uh, in that in that gym has changed over the years. Um, you know, it's in very liberal Seattle. My coach is a liberal, like he's kind of a libertarian. He's like a hippie, country hippie kind of. But like, um, you know, I he's worried about protecting his business, and uh, you know, yeah, I I think that uh, there's a part of protecting your business, and you know, he did. He's 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 is sticking with me. You know, he's offered. I asked him straight up if he was scared to roll with me because I'm unvaccinated, and he said no. I said, okay, well, then fucking homeless people, uh, you know, they camp out in Green Lake. Why can't we fucking wrestle out in uh, Green Lake? Why, why, why should he, why should he be worried? If he, wants to, if he wants to get vaccinated, the uh, chances of him still getting the virus is right. still pretty. Everybody's going to get it eventually. Check this yeah. out. Yeah. I, I went and visited some of my best friends last night at their house, and they have three boys um, getting into wrestling and stuff, and they're all very athletic basketball players right now. And uh, one's a freshman or sophomore in high school. Anyways, uh, they're all vaccinated because they have to be vaccinated to get into the school. And they're even boosted and everything. And guess what? Last week, all of them got fucking COVID. So it's like the vaccines are not exactly as they are, as as they've been pitched. They're they're not. Yeah. They were pitched. They were pitched effective and safe. Effective, safe. And, and, and. And I see a lot of these young athletes all around the world dying of heart attacks while they're performing, playing basketball, playing soccer. Right. Just dropping. Right. Dribbling down the court. Face plant. 
done. And uh, they got their booster like two days prior. No coincidence. Nothing to see here. I couldn't. I couldn't believe my friend's story. Like, like it, it clearly moved through their whole family, and they're all triple vaccinated. I'm not at all, and I've never even had the sniffles. So, I mean, you tell me, you know, who's it, it kind of seems like the people that are getting the vaccination, it's weakening their immune systems. I mean, because I have you and I two unvaccinated. Well, you got to be able to you got to you got to be able to choose if you want something in your body or not. I mean, for me, I I I haven't had a, a even a flu shot. I hate needles. I don't get shots. I haven't got a shot since I was 18. Is that the right? I mean, I'm is, that what, what's your reasoning behind it? Did you just choice. don't fucking like needles, or do you personal actually, choice? Actually, and the thing is, personal, personal choice. And then when I really get sick, I don't get sick that hard. Like when I get the flu, mm-hmm. I get the flu, but I'm you know it's more like a cold. And if I get a cold, fuck, I probably have the cold every day because I smoke cigarettes outside in the cold. And, you know, well, here's, I don't here's live the a thing. healthy life. But you... the thing is, is like <laughs> I don't get any. As long as I feel good, I don't need anything. No. If I start feeling bad, I, I will, you know, go to the doctor. If I break a leg, I'll go to the doctor. But I've never broken a bone. I've never been in the hospital. I, I got chicken pox when I was younger, but that's it. Yeah, nine, like, nine I, times out of ten, they tell you to go home. If I, I'm, I'm old school. If I get sick, chicken soup and rest and hot showers and then, you know, take some Advil. Uh, hey, I would, he, he's on his way over here. Oh, right on. Thank you. Oh, hey, that's great. No. So, sorry to have you waiting. So no, it's okay. Oh, no, no worries. No We're worries. just rambling right. on. <laughs> We're good. Thank you. Yep, you will. Um, but yeah, I... I, but, I th- that's, but that's the thing. When I get sick, I'm old school. I don't need to go to the doctor unless I'm really, really, uh, you know. But the thing is, it's like, no, I just need to rest. I need, I need fluids, you know, just get healthy again it's it's not a big deal if you need to go to the doctor go to the doctor but it's it's so weird that so many people are freaking out well yeah you know over something very little and you know what um most people are are just fucking dehydrated you would not believe how many people i got a scale that tells you if you're hydrated or not like everybody i put on it is like massive dehydrated and you need to drink water like to flush shit out of your system otherwise like fucking (laughs) it sits there and festers and that's how you get sick, you know, because you're not f- constantly flushing your system out. You would know you you did a lot of training. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying as a general rule of thumb for anybody listening is like, hey, drink water. Potential. Right? Yeah. Water. And you you just you got a certain plan. You got a, a food plan, a, a water plan. Somebody wants to go have a beer with you. You're like, no, I'll have a water though. You can drink. You can, sure, you can drink a beer, whatever. But like. I'm just saying, as a rule of thumb, drink more fucking water, like all the time. Not, yeah. You know, you should have it going through your system, you know, when you're awake. It's a good rule of thumb. Shouldn't be pissing like fucking, you know, dark yellow. Uh, it, really, your piss should be clear. Maybe I should go see the doctor. Well, yours is cloudy, probably as fuck from weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Little puffs of smoke pop out. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, in the um, mixed martial arts world that like they they're either with smoking weed or they're not. And uh, I know people of both. And I, I really think that smoking is not good for you. Like it can't be good for your cardio. You know, 
But man, does it make like fucking working out so much easier? <laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever tried to do anything. Like, you walk, like, in, you're doing the caddy thing, you know, like probably oh, yeah. high as fuck all the time. I, I would never want to do that st- uh, sober. But no, I mean, the thing is, when you're tumbling, too, when you're going against somebody, you actually get more loose. It's like I I do a toke before I go play golf. What do you know? My swing's so nice and smooth. You know? Surprise. I mean, it's it's my generation's version of uh, Vicodin. Yeah. I, you know, you know the it's last really generation, weird. they did pain pills. This new generation smokes a little pot. You know, Biden, I mean, Biden could but Biden may go and you know pull that card and do the federal weed legalization thing. Maybe that that would be his last ditch effort to get his numbers up. I'm telling well, you, the, who, who cares? States already said no. Like Washington, perfect example. No, we're we, we're gonna you know let the weed thing go. Right, we're like super liberal. Colorado is the tr- the one that surprised me, but like. As time go marches forward, Colorado's starting to look more like a blue state to me. You know, I mean, Boulder, Denver, Pueblo, all those places. Colorado Springs, very, very liberal cities. But uh, you go out in the woods a little bit, those are where the real people live. I heard a little bit of manufacturing might be coming to the states. Um, yeah, I hope so. My Our friend Weston, who's... Well, which show was he on? Ninety five. Oh, it's the cabinet shop. I mean, that is manufacturing. You know, his place is set up to manufacture things, and I think like it's important for us when like the, if America was ever at war, and you know, like we watched the in real time Trump uh, do the what was it the wartime production act or something like that. Uh, you know, to GMs making ventilators. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, honestly. You know, my friend's got a, a a wood mill. Like they can produce anything. So the government's like, "Hey, we need all manufacturers to step up and start making X." You know, it'd be nice to have more facilities that do that instead of outsourcing the shit to China, you know, or Mexico or anywhere else where we do cheap labor. It's not fair to us because it's, for one, I, I think it's like a skill that people should have making shit. People should be people should be making shit. They don't they don't need to be good at their well, cell phones. Yeah, but the thing is, when you, once you bring it back, the price is going to increase exponentially to a certain point, just because of the fact that we pay higher for our labor. Right, we do, and as Americans, we got to accept that. So maybe we bring stuff back, but we bring stuff back that you know semiconductor chips because you you don't want. Maybe you should bring back like some of those drugs that they make over there, like anti uh, antibiotics. Uh, all that stuff's made over there, and if they decide just to cut off our antibiotics, they don't have to ship it to us anymore. We're kind of screwed. Well, and people like, and people used to have back to get, the essentials. People used to have to get things like illegally, like from Mexico. I guess you could literally cross the border, go into a grocery store, or reach you know like a. Bartels or what have you in Mexico and literally pick up what you need a doctor's prescription for at a regular ass store in Mexico. So like, I mean, it's available in other countries and there's not as many regulations and those people, I don't know. Is that right? Is that wrong? You know, should you force Americans to go to another country to get access to stuff? 
I don't think so. I think we should be the king. That we're, we're we are supposed to be the freest country in the yeah. world. Yeah, and, we're the, the you know, I, I mean, that's a good question. Do you open up the just say, hey, all drugs are legal, and then you just rather than prosecute people, you prosecute the. I mean, well, you can't prosecute drug dealers anymore because it's legal. But you just set up these houses around the areas where, when you're when you're done, when you realize doing drugs is not great. You, I mean, you want rehab. There's these little safe houses you can go and get a uh, help counseling, you know, get on with your life. Maybe it's maybe it's a phase that people want to go through. I don't know. I mean, it's it's self destructive. So maybe you stop prosecuting it as criminals. That way you you get guns off the streets because nobody has a reason to fight for for territory because it's legal now. So you can just buy it at Walgreens. Uh, but when you're done fucking up your life, maybe you can check into a little side house and get some help, and they can help you find a job. I, I, I think I think it's happened in a couple of countries like that. I mean, I forget which country, but it's in Europe. Well, um, well fuck Europe. It, like, listen. I th- no, I think it's with red like district is. is oh, that's Amsterdam. Where they do that. I think Amsterdam is totally like drugs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, they, you can go they, into they a bar and everything. drink a beer. Yeah. People should have access to whatever they need here in the United States. We are the number one marketplace. You know, like, but you know, there is a lot of oversight, especially at the government level, and. Well, you know, fucking, they spend their money on some ridiculous shit. Like, I mean, we're finding out all sorts of things, like, um, you know, by opening our eyes, what our fucking healthcare system's doing in our own state. Well, 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 the, the government's buying all these face masks for us that uh, people on CNN already said they don't work. They're just face coverings. They're 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 decorative. You know, it doesn't even work. All you really are is keeping your own bacteria from your mouth and your nose inside your area. You're not getting rid of it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are going to start getting pneumonia, especially in the middle of winter, but it's right. It's, the mass, the mass, the mass mandates need to go. Right. I mean, look, look, look at Florida. They've been open since for two years and they've had their kids go to school and there's no mass mandate. And it's like, it's, it's, it's the whole living in fear. As long as people keep living in fear, they'll never be able to grow and they'll never be able to prosper. Right. Well, I mean, I see it all the time. Like you're talking about like whatever Europe's doing, you know, like for people with drug problems, you know, I've seen this a million times in, um, just people finding a gym. Like a lot of people will replace like drugs and alcohol with excessive working out. And I'll be honest with you, I am one of those people. Like, I mean, it half the, re- half the reason most people drink is because they're bored. And you know what? Like, fucking, you do a little ath- yep. something athletic, you're all of a sudden not bored anymore, you know? And then you become addicted to that because it's exciting to, like, fucking... And here's another reason. You want to go get in trouble, find out, see what's going on. You know what you can do when you start getting in shape is, like, you start fucking thinking, well, what else can I do with this body? Like, climb a fucking mountain? Maybe. I don't know. Run a marathon? Maybe. You know, you start doing these well, you things. Get, you, get po- you, you get positive. You get positive and you build on that. And you're like, hey, what can I do to get myself better? Right. So, like, you know, these people that have these opioid problems and things like that, like drug problems and, you know, um, 
someone to like they, what people need is they need a fucking coach. They need someone that's uh, yeah, but you need outside. motivation. Exactly, you need, motivation. You need someone outside you, you, of your 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 sphere of influence. Like not your not your parents, not your brother, not your sister, but like a fucking like Dennis Hallman here, man. Like if you went and trained with Dennis, I guarantee your life would change. Anybody, I'm not just I'm not saying that to you. I'm saying that to anybody. You find you find somebody that you can go train with that's performed at a high level. Like your life will fucking change. Hundred percent. Well, you got to remember. You got to remember. You got to remember. If you're going to somebody like that, there's a high expectation. He's not he, a guy like that's not going to waste his time with people. You know, if if you're not serious, then why should he? Well, I think when you're looking, you know, for, when you're looking you know, for, but the thing is, like you, you would be, you would be totally serious. Well, right, but if you're looking for someone, they, that person has to vibe with you. You know, maybe I'm not your your coach. You know, you know, I'm not a good coach for you, but you know, maybe a guy like Dennis is. You know, I I don't know. Like maybe it's somebody completely. Maybe it's a chick. I don't know. But find, whoever that person is, that you know, has led led the lifestyle you want to lead. Fucking find that person, follow them, and I'm telling you, a big cornerstone is is keeping your body right. So like, what we're going to talk about today, like. Natural but the immunity. person has got to be the person has got to be willing to look for a coach. Right. You got to want somebody's just out there and they don't want any direction. You can't help them. But if somebody's looking for a coach, there are positive people out there everywhere. You know, I think Donald Trump was the coach for a lot of Americans. Hey, let me coach you on how to be a good American. Guess what? We say the pledge of allegiance in our schools. Guess what? We uh, we tout our accomplishments. We flex our muscles when we need to, you know, and we're respected. Donald Trump taught us how to be Americans again. After 9-11, people were pretty fucking patriotic, but, you know. More than saying, teaching that he taught us to be Americans again, he taught us to be proud. Be proud of being American. Yes. There's a reason why people, there's a reason why people get their, um, um, their certificate, you know, of citizenship because they want to be an American. They, you know, and there's so many people I've seen that stand up and raise their hand. And I mean, I remember doing the pledge of allegiance as a kid and it's, it baffles me why we don't even do that. It was, it was an, a mundane, it was uh, just a thing you had to do at school in the morning. You stood up, hand over the heart, look at the flag. And then uh, after that happened, you just learned. You actually learned, like, science and math and, and English. And uh, we didn't learn about gender studies or, you know, and then we had recess and we had lunch and we were able to eat in a cafeteria inside rather than out in the cold and and. And I think when we look back on this time is that it's going to be one of those things where it's such a, uh, it's going to be such a, uh, why did we do this to children? You know, learning experience. I mean, kids, kids have a lot of information when they see other kids, kids' facial expressions, acceptance, you know, and they don't see that. And they just, you know, so the whole thing is, it's like, we're going to look back and almost realize this is all, the math thing for kids in school is is going to be really up there where it's it's going to almost be considered child abuse. Seriously, yeah, there there uh, used to 
abusing children in those schools nowadays, at least emotionally. Hey, Dennis, how are you I mean, doing, buddy? Unfortunate. <laughs> you made it. <laughs> so, so yeah, sorry for being late. My daughter um, was at the skate park, you know, past dark, and uh, she ended up getting in a little altercation and beat up a girl. Oh, go figure. <laughs> the daughter, yeah. the daughter of a UFC fighter. <laughs> Right, she's 2-0 now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she, she knows how to protect herself. Right. Yep. Not putting up and, shit uh, by, from nobody. Especially especially against other, other uh, middle school girls. Yeah. yeah they don't stand a chance. Yeah, and they're feisty at that Good. age. You know. They're feisty little girls. So, you know, obviously, you know, it sounds to me like you're a big family guy. Um, would you just talk to your dad and, you know, tell us about your daughter and stuff? And, like... I think that's awesome. Like, I mean, how long have you lived out in Yelm? Um, my, I mean, I was here at five years old is when I ended up uh, getting the house from my father. And so my mom and dad live next door, which is the greatest thing that could happen to somebody, you know. That's awesome. Living next, next door to your parents is uh, something that, that is a blessing for anybody. And I couldn't ask for more. But yeah. I've lived out here since I was uh, kindergarten. That's crazy. So, like, uh, we've been talking. Sounds like, sounds like your dad is best friend. You and your dad are best friends. Yeah, but he's a, he, I don't know what I'd do without him. Was he a wrestler? Guys. Oh, a wrestler, no. Um, he did not wrestle whenever he was younger. He was a little street fighter and, like, pretty well-known amongst the town. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> when I would talk to my friend's parents um, growing up, they'd be like, whoa, yeah, your dad, this and that. And then as I got a little older, they were... They were like talking to my dad. Well, your son, this and that. <laughs> my yeah. dad was uh, when we were, you know, I was a kid, and uh, I started wrestling when I was uh, eight years old. And uh, by the time I was probably sixteen and a half, seventeen, I was skilled enough to to take him down and get on top. And going from being the toughest guy in school when he was a kid to uh, getting taken down and and. Uh, you know, dominated by a 16-year-old son was pretty much a... <laughs> it was hard on him for a minute. But then whenever I ended up uh, turning pro and, uh, you know, fighting on the UFC, he was, he was pretty happy about that. He's like, yeah, no, I don't feel so bad. When I, I used to have a real issue with it my, myself, but now I'm okay with it. That's awesome. So you had a good yeah. support system. As I just said, I could have never had the, the career that I had um, if my parents didn't live next door because... I would have, you know, I could choose my kids before I choose anything else, so I wouldn't have been able to fight like I did without them, so it was a pretty good thing. So we we thought we'd bring you on the show to be, like, a voice about just what's going on, like, with these COVID mandates and these, uh, I mean, you're a, a, a legendary fighter. You've got, what, 76 professional fights? I mean, you... They show, yeah. 40, 41 by submission, it looks like. Yeah, Dennis is a um, badass. That's that's impressive. Yeah, I have like probably twenty twenty something fights. Uh, a lot of us they fought for Manhattan when we were younger. Um, we all fought more fights than it shows on the on the, the record keeping things. Myself, mm-hmm. Josh Barnett, um, Ivan Salaberry, we all got a lot of ex- a lot of fights that don't show up. Yeah, you, you were, were you, that, you, you were you were one of the first guys. Like, I mean, you turned pro in like what ninety six? Yep. That's crazy. So, I mean, you you of all people should know, like, what a healthy lifestyle looks like. You know that, you know, 
what natural immunity does, like uh, you've done weight cuts, you've done different diets, you've done different, you probably used your body as a human experiment. I'm a uh, science experiment. I'm sure, <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm just curious to get your take on, you know, the, the vaccine that's being forced on everybody, you know, uh, what's your stance on, are you vaccinated? Are you, are you, are you not, you know, what's your stance on this? Um, I- I'm sure you guys can take by my, by my lack of an answer um, to n- not give an answer, but uh, <laughs> if I, I don't think that if it was me that I would get uh, vaccinated, especially after reading about all the numerous uh, side effects that, that are not publicized on you know anywhere except for except for um, websites that that uh, there's no censorship on. Right. So especially all the, the the numerous people, football players or soccer players, I call them, over in Europe that are dropping dead of myocarditis. That's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> right. It's insane that, that to think anybody would ever even even do that. You know, you got these politicians that are that are, you know, oh well, it's a it's a one percent chance that, that that somebody dies of that or whatever. Well, let me shoot a bullet. You know, put a bullet to your head and say, oh, there's a one percent chance that that it'll shoot you. You know, or that it'll it'll go off. It's right. Crazy. It's not worth taking. The risk isn't worth the reward. I personally, right. me and Diggs both uh, are unvaccinated. And every day that we are alive is just uh, a testament to our own science project here. Like, I'm alive. Diggs is alive. <laughs> you know, right. I, I, I've been to baseball games, concerts. I just got back from the Trump rally. I'm still alive, Dennis. Right <laughs> you know, right. I, I mean, I, I got I, I got kicked out of my gym because I didn't I didn't take the vaccine. My coach yeah, asked that, me, that person that coach that did that that guy has no integrity. Like have, have some have some freaking like they they sit and talk trash about people. You know, oh you're not supporting the the group. Um, that's like that's communism one on one. You know, mm-hmm. but it would be a different thing if the if the vaccines work and they're proven to work. Right. But it just they just don't. And uh, hey. The, Hey, Dennis, uh, what I was told originally is that the vaccine is safe and effective, and now they're going to, Fauci's like, uh, we probably should do a, a second booster. <laughs> it was like, what happened, to the, what happened to the safe and effective? I mean, it sounds like what typically happens in government, it's run very poorly. Right, and especially Fauci, why, how, how could you let a guy be the the, rec- the guy who recommends whether or not you know government for our government if he's making money off the thing you know i'm sure he made two million dollars yeah the board members of his of his corporation would be pissed off if he was like oh you know we don't need that he's like what are you doing you know i mean it's I, it's I pretty like proven that. people are making money off of this left and right i mean there's been senators that sold stock before they put in you know the 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 mandates the lockdowns and to begin with like i mean What's her name? Uh, Pelosi. She's probably the richest person in Congress. Period. You know, uh, we jo- we joke we joke about her uh, talking in her sleep to her husband. <laughs> you know. Oh God. I mean, it's 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 just ridiculous the corruption uh, at the highest of levels, and it's right. They do it blatantly in front of our face now. Like they don't even try to hide it anymore. Right. It's creepy, and the whole agenda twenty thirty and and uh, agenda twenty one. That's that's. God, it's scary, you know. It's yeah. gonna cause it's gonna cause a, a um, 
they cause a revolt in America. Well, yeah. I mean, pretty much that's what happened on January 6th last year. I feel like that there was just a lot of pissed off people. That's what that was. And then there was some mixed in some bad people to make that mob look really terrible. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to do a little more research because that mob, that whole thing was set up for failure. Fuck was, yeah. They set that up, they set that up uh, and they knew what was going to happen so they could blame Trump. Totally. And uh, Trump, 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 Trump authorized um, relief. Oh, and because, Nancy Pelosi said no. Because Trump, Trump was, uh, you know, Trump. Just like people are, are all, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a, like Trump. I mean, I, I support Trump, but I'm not like a Trump maniac, you know, or Trump fanatic. Me, me, right. me, me neither. But I support. I support common sense. Right. I think he was the best option, and he's still the best option of what we have, what we got out there right now. Hundred percent. But, uh, but he, uh, you know, people are people are uh, criticizing him for supporting the vaccine when it first came out well sure that was the best information that he had but you know let him have the information that he has now and i'm sure he's not going to support it right you, you you know what i'd like to you know what i'd like to ask you dennis is that um it, like let okay biden won if biden came in and just kept everything trump had going would the world, would America and the world be better? Or because I mean, it's like as soon as he came in, he reversed everything. Right, he, shut down the no, wall, no border wall. Economy, yeah, our economy is destroyed now. And, and uh, people are getting shoved in subways on the train tracks. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like Escape from LA. It's, this is actually an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie right now. I, that was that was like that was different. That was Snake Eyes, whatever that is, Snake Eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember that escape from New York? Yeah, I'm telling oh, you. I'm, I'm telling you. If Kurt you, Russell. Yeah, Kurt Russell, Snake Bowden, or whatever they call him. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, yep. man. I, I I don't understand why. Well, here's the thing. MMA gyms should be filling up right now, like it's the apop- apocalypse. And I, I know the gun stores are selling out like crazy. Like, I mean, people are oh. are so needing to work on their self-defense, you know, like just if whatever they can because of uh, how corrupt this shit is. Can't call the police anymore. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, I was down, <laughs> down at Tumwater protesting with Joe Ken about that uh, crazy law in our state that they, if they wanted to enact it, they could force quarantine guys like me and Diggs if they see the, uh, saw the need to be fit. And, you know, we got to stop shit like that. Like, I mean, I've never been super political and like, after Afghanistan, I was fucking fired up because, like, that it was an embarrassment. And then the, the, the shit train just keeps going. And I'm, I'm personally it, it, sick uh, of it. Yeah, Brad Pohl, he's a, he's a, um, a gym owner out of Edenville. And uh, that's close to where the, uh, the camp that they actually have set up for. Because, you know, the, the Democrats are all you know, making public statements that that, whole, that, that was a lie, the, the plan to to put us in a little camp and mm-hmm. uh they made the claims that, that was a lie and uh but the camp is is set up and, and brad brad pole did a um a little youtube clip about he went out there and and recorded them their, their dozers out there that skated off and it says on the gate what it is covid you know covid jesus. uh detention site jesus um yeah i can send you the the link um please do this is over with Please do. And, uh, but like Brad Paul and I both talked about that whenever, you know, we said, Hey, if if that thing this thing goes through, then we're gonna have to get 
a group of uh, like-minded individuals together, and if they come for one of us, everyone's going to have to show up, right? You know, and stop them. You exactly. Know, we can't try to do it one family at a time, but if we have you know forty, fifty, you know, concerned citizens show up to, um, to tell these guys, hey, you're not taking anybody to no camp, right? And, you know, <laughs> they'll stop. They'll think twice before doing it. No shit, especially if guys like you show up. <laughs> you know, I mean, shit. Like, I think these guys, like, they're even posting jobs for that site. I don't know about the specific yeah, city, that. but like, I posted that like a while back. That's that, Centralia. That's insane, dude. They're, the jobs yeah. are out there. Who's signing? Who, <laughs> yeah, who, they call them a strike team. They call them a, a COVID strike team. Dude, so you're exactly right. So you're on this. On Q13, as soon as we did the protest, they, they were Q13 is they trying to pretend that that's the new Fox News of Washington. And by the way, people, it is not. And they were telling that we were spreading misinformation that day. That story was then picked up by CNN. We were blasted on CNN, Seattle Times about disinformation. I'm sorry. Look up the fucking code. It's WAC246.100.0. Oh four oh, and it will you'll read about a strike force coming into your fucking house and taking you away. Brett, Brett, I got it. I just thought about something. The word misinformation has just become an oxymoron. I've never thought about it before, but it makes total sense. Misinformation is like, well, how about you let me get the facts from both sides, and I'll make my own, you know, decision. Right, you'll get like mystery information. Yeah, no, no shit. But the thing is, no. But the thing is, it's like, it's like all these people on like CNN and stuff like that are like. The problem is, people are trying to make their own decisions. Like, gather. We're here. We're giving you the. We're telling you what to do. Do it. And it's like, no, we we, we heard your message. You're a bully. We're not. I'm not doing what you tell me to do. I mean, here's. I mean, it's here's the other thing too. Is like, I mean. You look at like how CNN treated Joe Rogan, like they still, even on their like end of year wrap up show, we're still talking shit about him taking ivermectin. Like, I mean, I don't know where you stand with Joe or anything like that with your relationship with him, but from what I know of him, he's a pretty honest guy. Like, yeah, yeah Joe's a straight up guy. If you, if you if you need some uh, some information about something, then he'll he'll give you the, the most honest opinion that, that he's got. You know, he's not gonna. He's he's for the for the the small man for the free man actually let's could call it that. Absolutely, I mean, and then you got Dana talking about like okay, he takes Joe's advice. He keeps touting like, hey, this shit works. And now since I've been saying shit, you can't get these monoclonal antibodies that help fucking cure COVID. You can't get it now. Right, it's disgusting. It's like it's like there's yeah, a yeah they have you know I watch this uh, this I mean I do a lot of research in that stuff and. It, they have a there's an, actually a drug that uh, that fixes uh, the symptoms of autism at an early age. Really? And big farm big pharma, uh, it's impossible to get the drug. Huh? But they but there's but there's a drug that that fixes it. See that, that cures we, autism. We were just talking about this before you joined the call. Like we were talking about Americans having to go to fucking other countries to get surgeries and and pills and other things that will improve their life. You know, I mean. Yeah. It's fucked up. Like, I mean, I mean, you heard about it for years. People, people in the MMA world get stuff. They know where to get stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it's fucked up that you have to go do it illegally. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. I, I mean, stem cell research is a God-saving surgery, I mean, in my opinion. 
You know, and it's you can't even get it. Right, look at Matt Hughes. Yeah, look, look at Matt Hughes. You know, he could have been he could have been really bad off, but stem cells changed his life. Seriously, he got hit by a train. You know, right? I mean, hit by a fucking train, and you know what? One of your greatest opponents ever. Like, I mean, you—that's <laughs> what you're, you're didn't famous you, didn't for. Didn't you beat him in like? <laughs> didn't you, be, didn't you uh, beat him with an arm lock in like 25 seconds? Yeah, that's because the timer is too slow. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, I mean, we're all Matt Hughes fans today. I mean, I I can't help but root for that guy. And when you hear him talk, like he's yeah. just the happiest son of a bitch on the planet. You know, I mean, he just is happy to be be alive. Right, and that, and that, you know, I think that that because the guy was a, a pretty much a, a big prick um, before he got injured, he was just a, an arrogant asshole. But it kind of, uh, I think, it brought him closer to God. You know, let him realize what was, you know, the value of life and and the way he was acting, and and uh, it's made it's bad, as bad as it sounds, but it made him a better person and could have saved his soul. You know, it's 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 uh, interesting that you mentioned that because you know I, I get in conversations with. Uh, you know, people that are spiritual, right? You know, like, and, and we talk about this in martial arts. Like, when you when you roll, like, you're being humbled every day by, like, getting your ass kicked by, you know, your training partners and stuff. You know, I mean, people don't get a dose of that. And, you know, it, sometimes it has to take a car accident or the loss of somebody else tragically to for people to change, you know? I mean, and it's unfortunate that it has to be that low, but, you know, sometimes people need, just need to be shook and, you know... Yeah, sometimes we like when in thing about martial arts is, is you become close with those people that you that you train with. You know, when you bleed with somebody, they, they become your brother. Is what we what we like to say. Hundred percent. You get uh, you learn a lot about yourself when you when you have to strive when you when you're just tired and you, I mean, <laughs> when you're fighting hard like that in practice and uh, you're related to to how life is. It's really you know life is it gives you a different perspective. You know you're. You're able to push through things in the, in the, which is nowhere. It's it's there's a lot of differences, but it, it correlates to to life. You know, when you're when you're down, you feel like you can't you can't uh, can't get up because you're so fatigued and mm-hmm. and so beat up. But you push yourself through. You know, it, it allows you to, to do the same thing in life. And when you feel down, you feel like nothing's going to go your way. You just make that decision to to keep pushing, and, and it always works out. Right, you're hundred percent about like the 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 brotherhood of that because, for one, you, lose for me losing that, I feel like I got kicked out of my church. Okay, like the what you just said is beautiful, and I had all that. I mean, I earned a purple belt in 2014, and I've been probably the longest purple belt of all time, ten years, right, almost ten years, right, and uh, I don't know, I I, I feel like. Even when I wasn't there, I was paying my dues, you know, because that place has changed so many other people's lives. I've changed people's lives there. And I wanted to keep it going no matter what, even though COVID had it shut down. You know, my coach isn't a bad guy. You know, it's just that he's drank the Kool-Aid and that Kool-Aid is, you know, blue. And uh, he's (laughs) right there in Green Lake, you know, area in Seattle. And it's like... I've seen the gym culture change over the years, you know, and it become like you know, the Trump. You can't even say Trump to anybody in Seattle. Otherwise, they prune up, you know, and get super sourpuss about it. So you can't even wow. express your opinions up there without being ridiculed in your own fucking gym. 
And then so like it's weird like that. Yeah, I know. It's like everybody's picked a side and it's like, hey, can we just like fucking train again? You know, like <laughs> I'm not the, the only you get away from the city though, the 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 more the more Trumpish it becomes. Right. And you know it's <laughs> I talked to you know, you mentioned Ivan. I talked to Ivan and he's like, Listen, nobody else gives a fuck about this. Like outside of outside Seattle, no one gives a fuck about this. Everybody, all of the fighters, trainers, you get coaches, they're they're operating as normal because guess what? We're all fucking healthy people, you know. Uh, we're basically improving each other's natural immunity just being around each other every day, you know. Yeah. I mean, what the fuck? Like, and it's really frustrating that there is no research, like you know, credible research that's vastly available to the public about natural immunity um you know the 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 natural cures that people are coming up with the money in that exactly it's like what the fuck like my 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 uh, truest gut feeling is that they're doing the you know the the boosters and stuff because of people like you know me like that won't get it there's a percentage of people that didn't make any money off of so what do you do you resell to the people that already bought it Right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Exactly right. So, like, um, of course, so, there's some countries are gonna, you know, like, I think they were up to like six fucking jabs, and then the UK just came out. This is the biggest news of all time. But, yeah, Boris Johnson yeah, yeah, says, they, "Fuck they this." It. Yeah, he says, "Fuck this." <laughs> I think that that's because of the Nuremberg Code that they're, that they're worried about facing that. Well, explain that. The Nuremberg Code is what they wrote. Um, the the. Um, world government, I guess, because I believe that we're all already underneath uh, the one world government because we give it, we <laughs> yeah. give our authority over to the United Nations. Which, you, when you give your authority to somebody, they, they rule you. Um, you know right. whether or not we act like we're we're not or not. I believe that we're already there. They're just slowly, um, slowly, uh, you know, sucking uh, away our freedom. You know. Yeah, but uh, um, the Durban Code, anyways, is what they what uh, was. Referred to by Germany when Germany after World War II, the the horrific acts that all the German scientists did human uh, human testing like test, testing on right. human subjects and all the rules that are that are uh, in place because of that to keep that crap from happening again and uh, of the ten major rules um, the COVID people that are that are uh, forcing the COVID on on everybody they they violate all ten of them and. Uh, that's it's, fucking insane. You know, it's punishable by it's punishable by death. Fuck. So, well, you know, that's why you got that Boris Johnson guy. He's probably shitting his pants. You know, like oh shit, these guys are really going to bring this Nuremberg Code thing. You know, after this, uh, after everything um, falls through and and everybody finds out what we're doing to the public, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be held accountable for this. For this, and that's why he's probably trying to get out of it real quick. Yeah, I think I think we're starting to wake the fuck up here. Like, I mean, we we can't be the only ones, you know. Like what you said, we're kind of like operating under some global playbook, like the one world government thing. Uh, it's clear as day because what's happening in other countries is it's happening here. You know, like uh, they're trying to make like Australia was the test, and now Washington State is like the the the, the testing grounds for the 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 strike force, the these quarantine camps you're talking about. Like, what the fuck? Right, but they're- they're they're feeling failed though because and it's like it's kind of it's kind of like uh, after World War II um, some of the some of the um, the generals from from uh, Japan were questioned you know as to why they didn't invade America after after Pearl Harbor and, uh, and they, their comment was that America had the biggest staying army in the world 
Mm-hmm. And they said, elaborate. And this is because every every citizen has has guns. So we have, you know, we have a 300 million person army. Yep. And uh, and <laughs> so they're going to have an issue if they try to bring these these UN soldiers onto our onto our land and and enforce anything. So I think that they that America, regardless, is going to be the uh, instead of being the first the first to fall, will be the last to fall. You know, it's going to have to be the whole world if they're trying to. Because I don't think there's going to be any war like uh, major wars like uh, like like people suspect. Um, I think that they're going to slowly take over, slowly um, let you know the soldiers go into different countries and uh, and you know and eventually those they'll be more you know become more powerful as each country they take over and then we'll be the last country that they do that for. You know what I'm scared more than anything, Dennis, is the fact that we've allowed Russia and China to get so close. Like uh, the last administration, they thought Trump was a Russia puppet, so it allowed China and Russia to talk for about four years. And now we should actually figure out a way to separate that and maybe get Russia more on our side. Maybe we could let them not invade Ukraine. So you know, because there was a crazy. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but there was a crazy uh, mm-hmm. um, prophecy made um, in the 1980s that uh, World War III would be the United States and Russia versus China. Holy shit! And that that was that was unfor- you know unthinkable back in the 80s, but mm-hmm. look at it now. You, you you know another prophecy I have is it was on uh, the Simpsons, and you know how good the Simpsons are at predicting <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. They predicted that Joe Biden died in, dies in 2022. <laughs> And I'm scared about that because what the hell? Oh my God, Harrison and Pelosi! (laughs) Fuck, dude. Well, if it's 2022, maybe it's after the election where Congress changes and the House Speaker change. You know, the Speaker of the House change, and then maybe it's Harrison. You know, some guy that knows what he's doing or girl. I don't know. You know, it could, it could, I like I, more on some girl that knows what she's doing. You know, it'd be crazy. I like that gal from Hawaii. She's hot. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, something's got to change. You know, like, I, I'm with you, Dennis. I think Trump's the dude going into 2024. But, like, shit's got to change sooner than that. I can't take another three years of this shit. Like, this is scary. Like, I mean, right. in one year, look, at, look what's changed. I mean... I, Everything that Trump promised Biden would do, he's done. Right, it's scary. And, and, see, I, I don't have a. I mean, it's kind of my, my my older brother. He's a, a colonel in the army, and uh, he uh, was tired of the whole the whole um, narrative that, that's been going forth, and so he turned in his paperwork to get out. And uh, they haven't. They they. I mean, he's almost. It's almost been a year. Since paperwork in and, and uh there's no they haven't got back to him so that means they're holding our officers so they they think something's going on more than you know more than we're being let on to be that's fucking crazy yeah well i uh, i hope not because we were even talking like you know as much as we watch biden fuck up all the time really we don't want him to fuck up man like because he's a reflection of the united states of america and that's we want him to get, on, give him, give him, give him a couple victories on the world stage at least. Please, God, make us don't make us look like complete pussies. Well, right, like well, you can't go to you can't go to Putin and be like, hey, Putin, you can go ahead and you know go into Crimea, or, you know, but into Ukraine or whatever, just a little bit though, just a little bit. 
Right. Just, you know, I, I just, I just, I just want to stick it in just a little bit. Fuck, dude. <laughs> like, what the hell are you thinking, Mr. Biden? Yeah. I know. Rape them a little bit, but not a lot. <laughs> Don't like dry hump them. Well, it's got to do something, you know. Um, I don't know. Like, what are you listening to? Like, what do you what do you turn on? Where do you get your information? I go to BitChute. Um, that's my probably main one. But I go to all the um, alternative, uh, you know, the the websites that are that have uh, videos that aren't censored. Are you on uh, minimal censorship? Are you on Getter? By chance? On what? Getter. Getter. No, I haven't heard of it. Okay, it's uh, it was started by a Trump aide like a year ago, but it uh, Rogan just had Doctor Malone on. Malone turned okay. Rogan on to it, and now it's just fucking blowing up. But it's no censorship. Uh, it kind of operates like Twitter. If you're not on it, I suggest you know. I think you do well on it. Yeah, for sure. G E T T E R. Uh, no, it's G E T T R, no E. So, G E T T R. Yeah, I say. I, here's how I remember it: Get everyone Trump, oh God. Trump train ready. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I'm gonna go to that while we're talking. Yeah, um, check check that out. Set up set up account. We're on, we're on there, and I'm telling you, you know, we we started this podcast uh, at the beginning of COVID. I was a audio engineer who lost his job. Basically, I was running all the uh, the, the busking music at the uh, airport. That was a big program up there. And uh, as soon as, you know, the lockdowns came, you know, the entertainment industry was the first to go because you can't have any crowds. So get the fuck out of here is what they say. And then uh, because I'm choosing uh, to not be vaccinated, I can't ever work in that industry again. Like, they require it 100%. Like, my fa- it's a family-run business. And uh, Say it again. What, what business was it? It's a, it's a uh, live production, like uh, concerts, uh, audio production, lighting. And they're saying if you, don't, if you don't get the, the vaccine, then you can't ever work on it again? No, because basically I'm a subcontractor to the artist. And all these artists are requiring their agents. Their um, agents, they require yeah. uh, anybody that's, you know, inter- working with them to be vaccinated. And so are the venues, too. The venues require it. The insurance requires it. It's really fucked up. So, I mean... I don't know how that they're... I don't know how in the world... They're able to like make everybody show this with the, with the the freaking HIPAA act. Like that's my own private business, whether or not I'm vaccinated or not. Right. You know. Right. And that's it's absurd. Like for myself, um, I have uh, celiac disease, so I have an autoimmune disorder, so I can't get vaccinated. And um, on top of that, I'm ninety nine percent, ninety nine point nine 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 percent sure that I had it already because I when when COVID first came out, I had it. Uh, a lung issue where I couldn't even go up a hill without stopping and like trying to catch my breath right. and uh, carry my inhaler everywhere I went. And then when my daughter actually contracted COVID um, from school, um, I took care of her. You know, I kissed her goodnight um, every night, and I got zero symptoms from it. So I'm pretty sure that I was already vaccinated. I mean, I'm already, you know, uh, what do you call it, natural immunity. You caught it, yeah. I I I, be- I believe the same for myself. Um, I had a I felt like a, if I got out of bed, I felt like I was drunk, but I wasn't drunk, you know? I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And then, like, I had I had that, like, uh, real thick snot, and I was like, and I had the the no uh, sense of smell or taste. So all the symptoms, right? So I believe I've got the antibodies. I keep putting myself into, you know, social situations. Like, I mean, I was still rolling. 
uh, sweating on each other's fucking face. Uh, you know, Diggs, he works retail. He, he's shaking hands every single day. Uh, you know, we don't get sick. And my best friends, I just visited them. Uh, he's got three boys, uh, all wrestlers and basketball players, everything, super athletic kids. They all got COVID. They're all boosted and everything. So, like, how, how can you tell me that this is the... Why were we sold that this was the fucking cure? Because it's clearly not the fucking cure, and it doesn't stop this yeah, shit. It's not at all. It's, it's really just a freaking... Have you looked into any of that stuff? It's, it's super conspiracy theorist, but they, like, say that there's graphene oxide in it. And that yes, kind of thing. I was going to say that. Like, the, with the 5G, like, the 5G frequencies yeah, nuts, fuck with man. it. Yeah, I found that shit we on got, Getter. We got, like, we you got, gotta get we got, that shit. We got scared of the scare. That's what we did. We just got scared. People got scared, and now people are waking up and like, wow, it was it, it was bad, but it's not that bad. I mean, it surpassed the Spanish flu, right? More deaths, but we still learn to live with it. Right. You know, I, I after doing all this research about this stuff, I'm I question whether or not any vaccine works. You know, and we go back as a, as a country and we look back and we say, hey, well, what about the um, what about the polio vaccine? But guess what? They didn't do. They didn't have the polio vaccine like all through Europe. Only America, and those guys polio. You know, left those guys. Yeah, I just so still. I still really need it. I still see people. I know people that got the polio vaccine probably in some high school fucking gym that has that big scar on their arm. Did you ever? Yeah. Do you know? Did you ever get that? Your father ever get it? My my father has it, but you have to get the polio vaccine to go to school. You know. Well, they, so, gee, in America. gee, it sounds kind of like the same thing with COVID. Got to have the vaccination to go to school, you know? Fuck. Right. Well, that's, that, well, nowadays, like, I'll pull my kid. Right? The second they try to do that crap, my kid's getting out of school. Like, they're not going to do that at all. Well, and then, you know, what's, you know what's insane is these freaking, the, these people say that 12-year-olds can make their decision to get vaccinated on their own. I would, uh, I would no. end some, it sounds crazy, but I would end somebody's life, dude, they vaccinated my daughter. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yes. 100% agree with is, you. Your kid ends up getting, like, some kind of side effect where where she can't, you know, she's shaking and she can't do, oh my God, I would Fuck lose that. my mind. Fuck that. No, and, like, what, 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 with your daughter being in school, with your daughter being in school, what kind of pushback do you, do you, what kind of crazy talk comes out of the school? Like, I mean, you're in Yelm. I think that's a pretty... Pretty conservative area. Like, I mean, my grandparents live in Yelm, so it's like fucking. Yeah. I, I know it's up out there. I, 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 even in the reddest of reddest counties, the schools are still fucking with people about the masks, the vaccines. You know, the the work. You know, uh, learn at home, Zoom calls. I mean, this, the paranoia is being propagated by the schools. It sounds like in in all counties. Yeah, it's, it's it really depends on the teacher. A lot of the teachers are. Are like that, but there's a lot of them that are that support, you know, that that are, don't support the mandate. Um, well, that's my cousin. Here. He's 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 in uh, um, he's a teacher uh, in the Bethel School District, and uh, he actually got COVID uh, and from from class, and uh, had to go spend some time in the hospital. And uh, you know, he's he's friends with a, a couple of teachers, and there's a there's a definitely a group of them that are anti anti um vax and not my cousin in particular but there's a, a group of teachers that um have <laughs> have found their way around the situation you know right 
No, uh, I have an uncle who's a, a t- teacher who thinks like us, but he's he's in Portland. So imagine what he's up against every day. Oh my God! Yeah, that's insane. He'll tell he'll tell me funny stories about his students. He'll be like, so there's let's just call her Lizzie. That little Lizzie, you know, doesn't uh, wear her mask over her nose. You know, and he goes, so Lizzie, why do you not wear the mask over your nose? And she goes, well, you know, it's because I can't breathe and I just don't want to wear it anyway. He goes, okay. And she's a pretty popular girl, you know, and he's like, and he's like looking at her like, you know, you should be influencing people. <laughs> he's like trying to work with this kid to like, hey, keep saying that. Keep saying that stuff. You know, I mean, because right. it's clear to me, like even, okay, even during the COVID lockdowns and I continued to train you know, like there was a period in Washington last year during December where all the gyms had to close down again. Guess what? Yeah. You know, we kept training. We had a little speakeasy going. So, like, my, my problem is, is like what happened in my gym, it was completely influenced by the other people that uh, are in that gym. Like the, their opinions got my coach to drink the Kool-Aid. And you know what? He said all these people complained about like, well, I don't want to roll with unvaccinated people. And it makes us feel they're safer if you keep these, you know, if you don't let unvaccinated people roll. Well, guess what? They lost uh, some good motherfuckers uh, that were, you know, spiritual leaders of that gym. And, uh, you know, I, I don't personally don't want to roll with someone that's scared of a virus. So, like, I, I mean, are, are scared of the cold. Like, I mean, how much of a pussy are you? I mean... I'd right. ask I'd ask my coach straight up. I said, "Hey, are you afraid to roll with me because I'm unvaccinated?" And he goes, "Absolutely not." And I'm like, "Okay. Well, then we're making some progress here." He said he would work with me outside of the gym, just not inside of his his four walls of his business because there's fines. He's up against fines. You have to keep COVID records apparently in King County. Like there's a lot of bullshit you got to do. Yeah. That someone will come into your business and ask for the COVID records of your fucking students. Like I think that's so yeah, un. You can just you can just forge those code records, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, if, if you're Dennis some, fucking Holman, you will. Trying to make that a felony now. I love it. Some states are trying. It's it's amazing. How do people have access to your medical records? They can't. They, they can't. Can. That's, that's so you know, unconstitutional. No, they that. There's yes. no way they can check it. You know, but this is the weird thing: is that they have been ignoring laws. Forever. That's why people get released with no bail right now and then I go out and commit more crimes. They're going to build up all these laws, all these laws to a certain point where they can arrest pretty much everybody and just turn on the light and say, yeah, it's on. We're going to arrest everybody. But the thing is, they don't even do a good job. I mean, who who walks around town and feels safe? Right. I mean, I mean, I getting hurt you're tumbling in your gym all day long with somebody you could break an arm but parking your car and walking to your gym you could get shot in seattle yeah yeah no shit i mean mean, on top of that the homeless the drug use the open drug use i mean seattle's not what it used to be just even five years ago not i mean 10 years ago i mean it's always been a liberal city but like it has fucking changed like it is the most violent of the antifa live up there now i mean it's right and the whole the whole well it's not too long ago this summer um in olympia they had some some, some antifa people in and they shot somebody holy fuck like just because the person was the guy shot the other guy in the leg because he was uh he had a different opinion and and 
and the guy got away too. He ran off, and they were and he's like, it's so it seems like pretend, but you know the guy's came and and ran ran off. <laughs> Retarded. I'm telling you, there's plants out there. Like January 6th, uh, the Seattle riots, the Portland riots of 2020. Dude, there's fucking plants. Uh, at even the 1999 WTO riots here in Seattle, there was the, uh, the classic story of the guys in the black boots and the black get-up that were kicking, throwing shit through the Nike store windows. Like These guys are at, at every mob they can to help influence it and make it look bad. Especially if it's you know someone like representing your your fucking liberties like <laughs> no strike forces in Washington, <laughs> you know? Fuck. right? The, the strike force. I don't know. The strike force freaking team came to my house. They'd have an issue. Fuck yeah. Like, uh, you know, like what you were saying, like it would take it, maybe a bunch of like-minded people got together and like they'd have to take us all. Well, p- think of this, man. Like it's gonna be even bigger than that. Like if you break your leg and you gotta go to the hospital, they're gonna start asking you if you're vaccinated or not, and they may refuse service. There's gonna have to be like a new type of healthcare system, a new type of fucking, you know, like everything. Everything. This is the whole right. world we're is. Gonna ch- have some, we're gonna have some have to have some doctors that are willing to just start their own. See, here's. I mean, everything's totally corrupt and fucked up from the beginning, anyways. Because you know, like the big pharma guys. They're the ones who started the American uh, or the American Medical Association, and then they took these. You know, because there, there was back in the day, there was or whatever. Let's see, I think it was 1900 or something. There was uh, a higher percent, like a more than 50 percent of the hospitals um, in the country were uh, were um, like naturopath hospitals, and then then uh, after the American after the big pharma guys. Created their, uh, you know, bought or became board members on the American uh, Medical Association. And then they went to these universities and said, "Hey, we'll we'll donate money, but we're going to uh, need you to follow this curriculum. We want to we want to, you know, have our, our opinion on the curriculum." And so the MDs became, you know, to be an MD, what you learn uh, is how to, you know, what what um, what medicine to prescribe for whatever illness mm-hmm. is diagnosed. That's that's what they are. An MD, like you think when you're a kid, you know, an MD. You know, is is a doctor that knows you know what because they're there to find out what's causing the problem for you. But really, all they are there for is to know what drugs to prescribe for whatever diagnosis. That's your MD. It's your DO. That's that's what the thought of what people think doctors are. You know, doctor of osteopath, mm-hmm. the one who wants to find out what's wrong with you, not just give you medicine to patch it up. Right. But you, then, you know what you're kind of talking about. My brother-in-law was an orthopedic surgeon for I don't know. 30, 40 years, and uh, at the end of his career, he realized he was just pre- prescribing uh, pain medication right. because that, that was what you did at that time, and then all of a sudden, boom, there's this big gate comes down. No more pain medication for anybody, and then what happened? Everybody, the people that still needed it or wanted it went to the street. Yeah. It, it, it's it's they addict you on something and cut it off. Right, they well, addict I mean, you on uh, free pain. They're going to pay for you not to work. Don't work. Don't work. We'll pay for it. Right. And you know what I mean? And that's where I think you're, you're different is that you're, you're going to control your life. You're going to control your family environment. You are, going to stand for what's right. You're not going to allow somebody else to tell you what you should do. 
Right. But Gosh. on top of that, we're going to, in order for that to even to work is you have to find like-minded people to stand with you because you try to stand alone and you're going to get squashed. But even no, now, but you just, even talk, about, you just talk about it. You talk about it as word of mouth. We got to go back to word of mouth. Remember when word of mouth was such a great oh, yeah. thing, <laughs> you know, that's where you learned where to shop or where to go buy groceries. I mean, I mean, word of mouth was the old internet and right. a lot of us, a lot of us are getting cut out of the internet. Well, you know what? Word of mouth freedom, is today. Freedom of speech ain't there. Word of mouth today is these podcasts. Honestly, like it's hard to cancel a podcast. Uh, they're on multiple platforms. You can even make it go off of a website. You know, people got to listen to this stuff. It's not just a headline and it's, you can get a deeper dive into what people think. So, I mean, I can't thank you enough, Dennis, for being on, um, you know, is there anything you want to plug, like your gym or what you got going on? Um, uh, you want to mention? Uh, you know, just uh, I just you know my gym is Victor Athletics, and uh, you know, I don't even the whole MMA industry right now is is in Washington State's you know freaking tenth of what it was ten years ago, and it's sad. But uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really even know who to plug anymore. Just trying to keep the sport going. Well, I mean, people that I know, you're a legend, man. And if anybody has the opportunity to train with you, and the, you're in the Yelm area, man, do it. Like, I want to come down and train with you soon. Like, I'm just moving to Tacoma here pretty soon, so I'll I'll be knocking on your door for sure. Yeah, that's only you took out. You only be like 25, 35 minutes away from me if you're moving to Tacoma. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I again, again, like I just wanted to give you the last word here. Is there anything else on your mind you want to get off your chest? Like you said, we, we if we're standing together with like-minded people, maybe this message will right. hit, to hit the right person. Well, anytime you guys want me back on, I'll be I'll be happy to to join your conversation. Right on, and, uh, dude. You know. Well, I feel I feel and, like uh, feel like we think the same, and you're definitely on the team. <laughs> <laughs> right on. You know, just everybody. You know, God bless everybody and and that's what really what we're kind of boiling down to i I'm, i think that we're at the you know we're we're at the time when prophecies are getting fulfilled and uh and you know it's, it's time that if god doesn't if god doesn't come soon it's gonna be a little a little tougher for us so i think everybody's got to ask themselves what do they stand for you know right I mean, they don't fall for anything, right? I think some people don't. Yeah, I don't. I think some people don't stand for shit, and that's what the problem with our country is. Like, when you, they needed to be shaken a little bit. They needed Coach Donald Trump to like teach them how to be prideful Americans again. People needed to wake right. up, and you know people what? People need to make sure that they teach their kids correctly, and that they that they put the focus on their kids, so their kids know what's what's right, and their kids can, you know, that like everybody says, the kids are a future, but the kids need to be. Need to be taught by their parents, and and not let them, not some, let some government organization like our public schools teach the kids. Yeah. Teach your own kids, man. Teach your yes. kids morals, and teach your kids what you know the the way things should be. Really should be not just what some some uh, uh, government curriculum is p- pumping into their heads, make believe everything that they hear. Absolutely. Well, you're a fighter. You know how to survive. Right. You know what I mean. I mean, you want your family to survive. Right now, it's really grim because everybody's so scared. And it's like, hey, what about your spirit? Why don't you actually just get out there and do something? I mean, 
survive. You know, we just we just need to we just need to keep you know encouraging each other to speak up, influence each other, you know, carry on a fighter spirit. You don't have to be a fighter to to make a change. You know, I mean, you can really make a change with your voice and and get getting on board with like-minded people. So, like again. Dennis, I can't help uh, thank you enough for being on. Of course, you can be on anytime. And if you're on Getter, you can follow us at Totally Corrupt. That's the show. And uh, we're also on Spotify. So uh, give us a follow there. Totally, totally corrupt. Is that what it is? Totally corrupt. That's us. You yep. can just Google it. Yep, you'll, find, you'll find us. So With that said, thank you, everybody. Have a great night. Dennis, again, thank you so much, brother. We'll be in contact with you soon. And send me that link uh, of the, the quarantine camp. I would like to put that up on Getter. I think that would be I'll, I'll, important. I'll do that right now. Here. Awesome. All right, everybody, have a good night. Love you. Bye now. God bless you, man. Bye.